Hello and welcome everybody to Dyslexic episode 28. Yes, that's right. Episode 28. Did you think I'd get this far? I didn't either. And I'm going to keep saying that for every episode because I didn't think I was going to get past five. But episode 28, here we are. And today, court is back in session. I know it's been a while, but it's back. Court is back in session. I am your honorable judge, Judge Scott. Um, like I said, I went to Harvard with a girl named Elle. She was cool, whatever. It's, <laughs> it's chill. Valedictorian or whatever. Stupid dog, though. <clears throat> like, Bruiser. What's a, That's a stupid name for a chihuahua. I should have been valedictorian. <clears throat> I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. But, like I said, this week, court is back in session. And this week, we are debating Twister versus Race Through New York with Jimmy Fallon. Bum, bum, bum. That was a long dramatic pause. Thank you. I am the producer of Big Brother. I do know how to do long dramatic process. But yes, that's what we're debating today. And so I have my two lawyers today. And who is in favor of Twister? No other than Anthony. Hi. Yes, it is me, Anthony. This is my voice. That is his voice. He doesn't wear wigs. Um... If y'all didn't get that reference, that's okay. I'm not going to explain it. I didn't. I'll explain it to y'all, but I won't explain it to them. Y'all will have to figure it out and just wonder what happened. Or you can look it up. I don't care. (laughs) And then defending Race Through New York with Jimmy Fallon is Will. How you doing, everyone? Let's get this underway. I'm all business. No funny business. Let's get to it. Wait, if you're all business and it's no funny business, isn't funny business still business? You're right. I didn't think that went through. I mean, you're you're defending a comedian. I think you might have to have some funny business. <laughs> uh, so, for those of you who don't know, and if you've never been to a theme park court session, welcome to jury duty. Um, so what this what happened? Uh, brain fart. Just got off work, y'all. Forgive me. What happens in a theme park court session is it split up into three categories. One, it's the pre-show slash the queue of the attraction or ride. Two, it is the ride or attraction itself and the experience of it. And then three is the post-show slash the exit for the attraction. Each person will debate one part each round, and then I will decide a winner, a verdict, if you will. That's, That's about the only law terms I know. If you've listened to any of these theme park court cases, you know I don't really know law. Um, but then I'll decide a winner and, uh, that'll be the episode and you can complain about who I chose. (laughs) So what's going to happen is we're going to jump right into it. So Anthony, since you are defending Twister, tell us about the pre-show and the cue of Twister. Alrighty. So Twister Ride It Out was a very, very exciting attraction. It was a special effects walking tour similar to Backdraft over at Universal Studios Hollywood and still open over in Universal Japan. And Poseidon's Fury still open in Islands of Adventure and is one of the best things in that park. Please Agreed. 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 Uh, so I guess I'm going to start with the outside of the building because even though it's in the New York section of the park, it actually takes place in a movie studio because it's a New York set, not the real New York. So it makes sense somehow. So the outside, like literally right when you're standing at the arches of Universal Studios Orlando, all the way in the distance, you saw this big Twister billboard and it was ripped up. It had steam coming out of it for some reason. 
don't know if billboards actually do that or not, but it had that and it had a bunch of like tractors all ripped up on the side of the building and you walked in to go inside the attraction near said tractor in the wall. And um and you you walked by cool stuff like they had director chairs for Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt, the stars of the movie Twister. They had um they had a weird garage door that had an imprint of a cow on it. That poor cow. Because of like, you know, yeah, because of the, the movie reference. Everyone loves that joke. Like, we got cows! And, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, my throat's sore. I can't do very good falsetto voices. No, it's hard um, to be fine. But that cow was the only thing that stopped me from crying in that attraction. And as um, soon as it went back, I cried again. The beautiful cow. He was in the prop shop. Or I guess she, because others. But uh, she was in the prop shop for a while after the ride closed. So I, you know, I actually got to touch it and, like, look inside of it and stuff. Apparently that was the second cow they used because the original cow they had didn't really pull off the effect very well. I remember being told that. I don't know, but I'm already skipping ahead because mm. I'm still in pre-show in queue. Um, <laughs> right, my bad, my bad. So, I'm so bad yeah, judge, y'all. Uh, the queue, the queue was partially outside. You were mostly covered. It was like basically like let's say almost three walls, well two walls, a fence, and then like backstage area. And Rip Ride Rocket was directly above you if you were experiencing it in its later days. I do not remember a lot of the queue beforehand because I did Express Pass a lot as a kid whenever I did do it. Um, But then you were entered into the prop storage room and that's where the first pre-show began. And you had two projection screens right in front of you. And they showed the opening scene from the movie, but like edited it down because they have two screens so they can show twice as much stuff at once. And uh, that's if you haven't seen the movie, I guess slight spoilers, it's only going to be the beginning of the movie. And this movie came out like over 20 years ago, so too bad. Um, and don't complain about spoilers. As a judge, I'm going to respectfully tell you to shut up. Yeah, it's Twister, for God's sake. But, um... Uh, so basically, Helen Hunt's character as a kid lost her father in a tornado, and you get to watch that scene at a theme park. He just gets he gets sucked right out of the this tornado shelter because 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 they they walk into the tornado shelter and then the door is shaking loose. So he goes up to hold the door down so it doesn't like suck everyone out of the tornado shelter. But then the door becomes unloosed and like unhinged, and it sucks the door and the dad away. But the daughter and mother are perfectly fine. So if you think about it, the dad literally could have just left the door be. And if the door flew off, he would have not died because he would have been in the storm shelter with his family. So what he did, he basically <laughs> died in vain. So it's That's what I don't understand. Why did he that. hold on to it? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, granted, he thought it was going to be a lot worse. So it wasn't as bad as he thought it was. So, I mean, but still, like, like it's it's kind of even darker to think about the fact that, like, what he did wasn't even a sacrifice, because if he didn't do it, he would still be alive. But uh, that, that inspires Helen Hunt's character beco- to become a storm chaser in the movie, but we don't, we don't really get to hear that in the attraction, because right after we watch that, we get an introduction from, introduction from Bill Paxton himself. He appears on the left screen, and he... He tells us that his name is Bill Paxton, and then on the right screen, Helen Hunt appears, and she tells us that she's Helen Hunt. Now, shocker. From what I've been told, I don't know if this is 100% true, but I know some of it actually does have some validity to it, I guess that's a word. Um, 
the reason why they're on two separate screens and they use two screens for like that pre-show was because after filming that movie together, Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt absolutely hated each other and they refused to be on the same set again after that. So when they got called back for the ride, they apparently like refused to be together. So they shot them separately and did that two screen effect so they, they could have both of them on the attraction without having them to interact with each other. From what I've seen from the internet, Helen Hunt is apparently very hard to work with, so it's a bit understandable, but I have no idea if this is true or not, and that's why they did it. But some people also say if you look at Bill Paxton, whenever he looks over to her screen, he makes a funny face, like he doesn't like her or whatever. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've never noticed that, and I'll never notice that again, sadly. Yeah. But I never noticed that. But uh, that's apparently why they shot it on two separate screens, from what I've been told. I don't know if that's true. But anyways, moving on, um, after that pre-show, you enter the second pre-show. You move out of the prop warehouse into a, a constructed set of Aunt Meg's house. I think her name was Aunt Meg. It was like, a, yeah, yeah, Aunt Meg. You move into yep. her house after the tornado hits in the movie. So you have like, you know, just stuff is all torn out. The house looks like it's about to fall apart. Uh, there's it's a- on- it was honestly really really freaking cool oh yeah it was great and they had a car in the ceiling and it had its headlights on and and the windshield wipers going and one of the tires was spinning on it if you actually look closely at the tire and the tire would stop spinning eventually there was a pair of mickey mouse ears like the hat like attached to the tire like the car just right no there wasn't i'm not kidding yeah that was there i've seen it that is hilarious because i know i know universal hollywood used to have mickey ears in Jurassic Park yeah. um, before it got redone where they were floating in the water with a bite taken out of them. Yes. That is... Oh. <laughs> it used to be a twister here in Florida where it was on the tire of the car. That is... <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. But uh, yeah, so you enter that room and you round the corner and uh, you watch another pre-show on a bunch of TV screens but all the TVs look like they got impaled through the roof of the house. Like they were a part of the debris from the hur- or the twister. I was about to say hurricane because I almost went through one. Um, but uh, yeah, so like the, the TV screens were they on, and they instead of talking about the making of the movie, they actually talked about real tornadoes. And uh, oh man, I forgot my favorite quote um, in the like the the first pre-show or whatever. Bill Paxton says, "Some people call F5s the finger of God." Oh, <laughs> the I, finger I, of God. I quote that like all the time. Like whenever something big and scary is happening, it's like some people call it the figure of God. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got too ahead of myself and I forgot that. But anyways, they talk about how devastating real tornadoes are. They actually had some tornadoes hit nearby when they were filming the movie because they were in the middle of Tornado Alley during tornado season. So, you know, that kind of happens. Realism. Yeah, but uh, in the town they were filming and they actually purposely destroyed like a full city street in that town for just for the movie. And um, can you, I'm sorry, can you just believe the wastefulness of that? I mean, they cleaned up and stuff and they got paid for it handsomely. I know, but still like, can you just be like, hey, uh, can you just imagine some movie producer coming up and going, hey, so what if I gave you a lot of money but I just like completely just destroy, I mean like, You'll never live in this house again. Oh, ever. Also, also that town. This is this is, I guess, away from the ride, but um, or the show. But uh, the town that they filmed in actually has a Twister celebration, like every year, to where they actually do like a big celebration where a bunch of people come out <laughs> and they do stuff like all day. They have an actual museum just for the movie in that town, 
and like at night after the celebration ends they watch the movie like in the park or something that is so cool okay where, where i live guys I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you i'm gonna give you a little insight um just gonna let you all know i do not live in orlando i know a lot of people think that i do not live in orlando um which is a big shock to a lot of people but no i do not live there um i actually live uh in the you know south slash midwest or whatever you want to call kentucky but specifically where i live um is very near the filming location of a league of their own so they also the city that i'm near also does a league of their own celebration kind of day so fun fact for y'all but yeah i didn't know that. that's really cool yeah so uh so yeah um so they're talking about the real tornadoes and stuff like that and then they talk about how big and scary tornadoes are and it's like oh if you're in the way of a tornado then all you can do is ride it out that big name drop right there <laughs> so good but all the tvs go to black and then there's these fans hidden in the room that's turn on so the wind starts picking up and then the tv show an emergency broadcast <laughs> on them telling you that a tornado is heading your way and you have to get out of the house and stuff so you so that you get ushered out of the house with people like yelling at you it's like oh you got to get out of here get the shelter so of course the shelter is an open air amphitheater sort of thing in front of the in front of a recreation of the drive-in movie theater from the movie <laughs> which is actually really cool or yeah but uh i guess that's the pre-show you walk in there there's like a weird uh there's a weird guy in a cabin and he's just uh it's like a screen i guess where the guy's like in the cabin you see him walking around like he's frantic and i guess that's about it before the actual show starts so <laughs> that's that's the that's the pre-show so cool uh it's got uh dead disney fans and um and uh fans that blow in you got all the kind of fans you got these fans and those fans and it's great yeah so that's i think i went a bit too long but there you go <laughs> no 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 you were perfect no that I will say, and no, I'm, I'm still being unbiased, y'all. I'm still going to be a good judge. But I'm going to say the pre-show for that was so... Okay, here's how it went. Boring, really cool, and then eh. So, <laughs> eh. I mean, if we just go, like, that, that, that was the pre-show area for that. But that section with the house was so cool. And that's also where I started crying. And I didn't finish crying as a kid until the end if you want to hear that story i'm gonna go ahead and plug it we did a theme park throwback on twister and fun fact will was actually on that episode wow. so you can go check it out and now he's on uh, the other side of the fence yeah now he's on the complete down. other side of the fence <laughs> uh, i will say real quick anthony uh the uh cue when you're in aunt meg's house i i actually said this in the twister throwback episode going through aunt meg's house it always reminded me of going through a horror night's house i mean yeah because it was so say, detailed yeah it's it's very creepy i mean like it's a bit wider than a horror night's house because you know it's like a pre-show room but it's still like very detailed very dark yeah yeah and I've, i always say wait a minute their scare actors are missing where are they and Meg <laughs> needs to come out covered in covered in blood telling us to get out like have the dog like bouncing on a plank <laughs> helen hunt's dad needs to be flying back in through the no ceiling. no you wow well that too far man too too far how is it too far it's not real <laughs> and died in vain anyways right so 
come at me, Will. I'm sorry, I'm a judge. I can't say that. Well, he uh, needs to uh, come at you with his defense, but that's true. That's true. Um, uh, type person. What's the person who types at a courtroom? Oh, I have no idea. I forget. I don't st- know. St- st- I'm not even gonna say the word. I'm gonna say it wrong. Type or person. Uh, erase that from the 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 thing. Okay. Oh. Okay. Good. Great. Thank you. Will. Now it's time for you to defend Race Through New York, and tell us about its pre-show and cue. Go. Okay, so Race Through New York obviously replaced Twister Ride It Out um, a couple years ago. I don't remember. I don't remember the exact uh, uh, date it was announced to replace Twister, but basically when uh, construction started on Race Through New York, they just completely gutted the inside and outside of the soundstage and the uh, new facade for Race New York became 30 Rock so if you've ever been to New York uh, and you've seen 30 Rock that's what the entrance to the ride to Race Through New York looks like it's, it's literally 30 Rock like right before your eyes and uh, once you go in you are basically seeing the history of NBC uh, and The Tonight Show. So you're seeing all the previous logos <clears throat> or, or the all retired retired logos of uh, NBC. And it's so cool to see that. So, And then when you turn the corner, you enter the museum of past um, Tonight Show hosts like you see... Um, can't really name all of them but you see of course you know conan o'brien jay leno johnny carson uh, thank you because i i was almost about to say i can't remember his name for the life of me but johnny carson thank you scott you're welcome i grew up with my grandparents so i definitely know (laughs) but yeah um and uh and then of course in the center of the museum you see jimmy fallon of course he's obviously the current host of the tonight show and it's really really cool so one of the new things that they did i believe race through new york was the first ride at universal to ever have this type of um uh weight or um, whatever you call it there is no cue for race through new york starring jimmy fallon uh you you don't wait in a line like other 3D rides like Kong or um, uh, Simpsons or all, or you know what I mean. Uh, or any other universal attraction. Yes, I said it. Get yes. mad at me. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so there's no traditional queue. Basically, you grab a card. If you know the NBC logo, you know it's the uh, different colors of um, the rainbow, like red, orange, uh, blue, purple, green. I think those are the main colors that they use for the ride. So then you go up a flight of stairs, or if you are not capable of walking upstairs, they have an elevator that you can uh, go up to the second level, which is very uh, awesome on the part of Universal for putting that in the, um, the building for Jimmy Fallon. And the <clears throat> second story... Once you get up the stairs, you see uh, basically a whole massive room with a stage. There's games for uh, uh, kids uh, to play while waiting. 
And on that stage, if you watch The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon, uh, you uh, get to see the Ragtime Gals perform. And I've seen them perform, and they are really, really talented. Um, And then you also get to see Hashtag The Panda, um, which Hashtag The Panda is life. Um, Except for that suit that's in the... I'm gonna go ahead. There's a suit in the gift shop. Scares, it scares the crap out of me. But, you know, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, we'll... Yeah. we'll Continue. Post-show. Continue, <laughs> yeah. yes. Um, so, let's say, for example, you grab the red card. And when red gets called, that is your turn to uh, go on the ride. So, that's basically the... Uh, Technically, the two pre-shows or the queue and pre-show, um, uh, quick and uh, to the point. So, um, I can I add one thing though. Yes, I, I guess I don't know if, whose case this helps. Maybe both, but um, on the interactive little kiosk things that look like his desk or whatever, um, mm-hmm. they have games and they also have thank you notes that you can send to yourself, and they yes. have they have special right. themes. Yeah, they have the special themes with like either Universal or just Tonight Show. But if you do the Universal one, there's one for Florida humidity, and they each one comes with a different photo. So the one for Florida humidity is a photo of, or the, the thing says, the, "Thank you, Florida, for being for confusing me on if I'm either covered in sweat or in rain or something like that." But uh, <laughs> but the photo they have next to it is a photo of Bill Paxton in the movie Twister when he's covered in rain. No <gasps> way! Yeah. See, okay, Anthony, here's the thing. I never actually sat down to do a thank you note or play the games. I just always went up to the stage to listen to the ragtime gal sing. Like, I never did a thank you note or that. I <coughs> always Excuse me. listened to the ragtime gals perform before I went on the ride. So that's this is the first time I'm hearing that. Yeah, um, yeah I've only ever, like, went through the thank you notes just to find that because I was told it was there. So, like, I went looking for that, and it, it, it is there. And you can email that to yourself, and it comes with, like, the picture and stuff. Nice. But it's, like, yeah, I think it's in, like, the scene whenever, like, um... Wherever, like, one of the most famous scenes in Twister when he was like, Chasing tornadoes isn't going to bring your dad back. It's like that. Like, around there. But it's that image. Like, him covered in rain. And it's there on the ride. And it's great. I love Easter eggs and rides. And then, of course, there's, like, all the stuff in the windows outside of the ride. Like, they have, like, a replica of his jacket hanging up on a coat rack. And then, like, like, some of the stuff says B. Paxton on it. Because it was around the time he passed away, too, so all the references to the ride are yeah. specifically of him. But uh, yep. Oh, and the Twister Cola, the, the advertisement for the soda hanging up in one of the newspaper windows. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember seeing a photo of that, yeah. Yeah, so there, there's stuff to it. And then the, there's the Ghostbusters one, too, which uh, I don't know if it was mentioned in this podcast episode yet, but Ghostbusters was the original one in that building. So yes, it was. It was. Kind of just slowly went downhill. No offense to Fallon. I don't mean to bash your side. But, uh, you know, it, it ain't Ghostbusters. Neither is Twister. I mean, I'm going to say this. We're in court, so feel free to bash each other's sides if you want. I'll allow it. But I mean, um, like, yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, I kind of wish I got to see Ghostbusters Spooktacular. That sounded amazing. Me too. Me too. <laughs> um... Sad. But yes, so those are the pre-shows for both. Um, 
not gonna lie, kind of, you know, I'm still teetering, so we're gonna have to go into the next section. But I also forgot to hit my gavel, so I need to do that real quick because apparently, so technically, anything you just said didn't matter. So we're gonna restart. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, y'all. Don't worry, oh. guests, listeners. Don't worry. We're not gonna do that. <laughs> but I did, but I am gonna put my gavel in here. So, which was me just hitting a piece of paper with a pen. Why? But still works. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what the. <laughs> okay so now we're gonna move on to section two which is the attraction itself and we're gonna go to anthony tell us about twister oh boy do i have the biggest advantage of them all in this round physical sets yeah (laughs) i am a sucker for a physical set and a practical effect so yeah, uh, that was basically all of Twister. It's it's uh, it's it's physical sets and practical effects. It is. Uh, I mean, there are some screen stuff, but it's like you know maybe like twenty percent to eighty percent. Um, like I said, there's like a weird guy that kind of like plays on loop. That he was inside like a little like house off to the right and on the stage, and he 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 kind of disappears before the show starts. So that's why I kept him in the pre-show section. But yes, you're there. You're standing in a in a weird covered area, and um, and you're in a big recreation of the drive-in movies from Twister the movie. And um, there's the the control panels behind you. If you realize there's glass behind you, which you should, because that actually plays into the show, which is actually pretty incredible. But um, yeah. So so. You're there, you're sitting in the drive-in movie theater, the wind's kind of picking up, it's kind of scary, it's raining, they have like water actually falling from the ceiling to create rain, and uh, all of a sudden there's a big lightning strike and a freaking tree in front of you just splits in half. The freaking lightning bolt strikes the tree and it freaking splits in half like a freaking banana or something. Hashtag splits on trees. <laughs> yeah, like, w- what the heck, man? That, that was kind of weird, but it's honestly kind of cool they pulled it off, so I'll give them that. Um, Anthony, real quick, I'm sorry to cut you off. Um, I don't know why I didn't think of this earlier, but the uh, when you mentioned the guy in the garage that's uh, looking out the window or whatever as the guests are coming into the theater, uh-huh. that is actually Dusty from the movie Twister. It is? Yeah, that's Dusty. Uh-huh. Dang it. I mean, I'm kind of a bigger fan of him now than what I was when I was younger, so now I would have realized it. Because I went into Twister one time and I um, uh, stood at the very end where I could, uh, where like uh, closer to the doors where you first entered the uh, theater at Anthony. Yeah. And I got a, I could barely see him, but I swear to you, I could see a red hat and a, um, uh, like a pinkish jacket. I'm like, wait a minute, that's. That's Dusty from from Twister. That's him. He's 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 in the garage. Uh, nice. <laughs> I just think I, I I know it's cool. Like it's cool that there's a character, but the way you said it was also sound like you were surprised that a Twister character was in the Twister attraction. Oh well, I mean, no, I that just... was the, that was the first time I saw. It. That was the first time like I never noticed it. I'm like, hey, that's that's him. He he's here. Yeah, see, I thought, I thought it was just some random guy they probably dragged off of set or, or like, just, like, some random Universal <laughs> cast member. Like, hey, like, uh, uh, I had a teacher back when I was in high school. He was, like, my TV teacher. He used to be one of, like, the Beetlejuices at Universal, like, way back in the day. 
Oh my god, that's so cool. Yeah, and he 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 um he had this hall pass, and it was literally just a freaking zombie leg, like a full on size zombie <laughs> leg. And he he actually told us about it, and he he said he said, oh yeah, while I was working at Universal way back in the day, whenever Horror Nights was in its early days, someone just pulled him aside and said, hey, can we take a cast of your leg so we can use it in a house? And he's like, oh yeah, sure. So like just that day, they they casted his leg and they made molds of his leg, and they so for like like that year in one of the houses, some of the disembodied legs were his leg, and he actually got that mold and he made that like bathroom pass, and that was like his leg and his mold. So, like, I just assumed it was, like, that was what Twister was. They just kind of pulled some random, like, team member off to the side. It's like, hey, can we film you looking scared? <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> Could you imagine if you were the person, like, in the, like, in the attraction, like, for that many years? I mean, like, yeah, I'm the scared person. I mean, they do stuff like that a lot. You'd be surprised, but, you know. That'd be such a fun story to tell all your friends if you were that um, team member to be like, oh, Oh, that is me. Yes, you I are know. correct. Would you want an autograph? That was Dusty. What do you mean, no? What do you mean you don't want an autograph? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess it was Dusty, the best character in that movie. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, in my, uh, it's just a, another side story before I get back to the plot. In my notes on my phone, the oldest, like, note I have in my phone is from, like, whenever I was in middle school, and it's literally just a quote from Dusty that says, the suck zone is basically the part of the tornado <laughs> that sucks you up. Well, that's another technical term for it. <laughs> I, ha- I have that like still in my phone to this day i kid you not i could send screenshots later oh my gosh that needs to be on a t-shirt it's the wonder so. of- it's the wonder of nature baby <laughs> yeah <laughs> that is fantastic but uh anyways uh the tree gets struck by lightning it splits in half for some reason and uh and then off in the distance you see a tornado which just projected onto the wall that looks like a backdrop or whatever and uh also um i guess side note uh the tornado starts heading to the drive-in movie theater screen which the screen i think is a physical like actual screen off of the backdrop but they project onto the screen to make it look like it's actually being ripped apart by the tornado which i think is cool the movie that is playing on the screen i forget what it is it's some weird not i guess the shining it's not The Shining, actually, because the the, yes. the in the movie it's The Shining, and on the marquee it says Psycho and The Shining are playing, but the actual movie used in the attraction is something else. I guess something easier to get the rights to, but it's not The Shining. Oh. I was gonna say it was a preview. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I thought yeah. it was The Shining. Like uh, I forget what it is, but I remember being told it's not The Shining in the attraction, which in the movie it's actually The Shining, though. Like that that is right. So, um, so that's why I thought I'd bring it up. It's not The Shining in the attraction, even though it says it is The Shining or Psycho. It's something else, but it's something, like, similar. I, I don't know. I'd have to look it up, but, uh, I should have looked it up beforehand. I watched, like, a POV of it, but I didn't look up what that movie was. But, uh, yeah, so the, the tornado is coming. It's still, still a projection, and it rips up the screen, and then... All of the sudden, there's a big flash of light, and then an actual, real-life tornado appears right in front of you. So, um, they, they, you know, use basically big fan and ventilation systems and fog machines to create the tornado effect. It was something that took them a really long while to work on, but they did it. Congrats to the Universal team back in the 90s. Um, 
it was it was a pretty darn really good looking effect apparently because of like the ventilation systems actually being you know hooked up to the outside depending on what the weather was outside you might have actually gotten a stronger looking tornado compared to other days but, like if it was more muggy outside it just worked better that way right I, I, right I don't know I didn't watch the attraction enough to actually tell you that from what I've heard from people that actually like knew a lot about it said that um, but anyways yes you had a real physical tornado in the room with you everything starts falling apart around you the the, 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 the sign for the drive-in movie theater gets pulled back on a hydraulic arm but of course you don't see the arm which is literally probably my second favorite effect. Oh the yeah, higher attraction. I'm guessing the first is the cow that comes on with like a bunch of strings attached to it. And just... How did you know? <laughs> you kind of mentioned it earlier, but everyone loves the cow. Well, I'm typical and basic, but we learned that. If you don't know that about me by now, I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all don't know me like y'all thought yeah. y'all did. Yeah, I mean, I think the the movie the, the movie theater like sign was my favorite because it took me forever to realize that it was like on an arm, and I just thought it kind of flew off. But uh, yeah. I don't know. But um, oh, plus I really appreciate it with the like. There's the cow, but there's also the Thor, one of the Dorothys from the movie, like the machine right. that flies by, which I thought I thought that was cool because it was like, oh look, it's like it's the Dorothy from the movie. Then uh, Bill Bill Paxton's jeep in the film is off to the left. And it, it gets kind of sucked in by the tornado, but not like fully sucked in. It just moves a little bit and it hits a fire hydrant and water starts squirting out of it. Um, remember earlier whenever I talked about the, the control panels having glass windows behind you? Those yeah. shatter because of that. And by shatter, I mean you hear a glass breaking noise and they spray water on your back to simulate like broken glass hitting you. I never knew that. Because that's what it was supposed to be. It was the glass shattering. Um yeah so there was that um the roof above you starts lifting up whenever uh, the tornado starts getting stronger like the roof scared back. the absolute hell out of me y'all oh it gets worse i mean you you know it gets worse but uh no i know but, but that effect specifically we'll get to it scared the absolute yeah. hell out of me so the roof would lift up and it's like moving up and down the tornado's still going on but then uh one of the gas lines from the gas station right next to you which is there um it gets it gets broken and it gets caught on fire because of a bunch of sparks and the fire leads all the way to the tornado so as the tornado dissipates a huge burst of fire lights up the room and then the roof above you goes to its maximum height and then it suddenly drops on top of you along with the floor underneath you which drops about i think like an inch or so it was and that was like a similar effect they used in both backdraft at the end of their show in a similar fashion and then i think terminator 2 was before all of this so i think they kind of stole it from that but that was the seats that dropped and not the ground but um yeah and that was it uh, everything was just kind of broken in front of you bill paxton told you to enjoy your day at universal studios florida which i thought was nice because that's who i wanted to hear it from not helen hunt no offense to her <laughs> um, <laughs> i don't know why that was so funny but it was like it was shady but it was shady to where it didn't really make sense either way. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I heard she was hard to work with on set. I want. I don't want to hear goodbye from her. Um. <laughs> I can so see why though, and that's the bad part. because yeah. that's how petty I could be. So yeah, that that was that was the attraction experience of Twister. It was great. It had Bill Paxton saying goodbye. 
it had a cow, and the cow had a cow. So that was cool. It it it. I'll say this: I was one of the few people who actually was a huge fan of the attraction, um, even though it scared me as a child. That that's why I was a fan of it was because it gave me and it made me have some form of emotion and i i almost view attractions that like bigger parts like this like the the high budget theme parks as almost like a movie or theater experience so like if it's not making me have a reaction whether that's to be sad or happy or terrified then it's not doing its job i like i gotta say like oh yeah uh, one of the strongest things I remember from that as a kid, like, I was terrified of the floor dropping from underneath you. But, like, I really loved the gift shop, which I guess we'll get to that later. Maybe I should hold off until we get to the gift shop portion for this, but this is technically doesn't have anything to do with it. But, um, yeah, I think I'll just wait for this one. <laughs> just just no, that because was fantastic. I feel like the gift shop's going to be a, a really short explanation, so I'll just wait. It, no. it, it's 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 but it deserves an explanation and I will if we you will get there yeah but now we're gonna head over to Will Will tell us about the attraction itself for Race Through New York well actually Scott before I do uh, Anthony I actually found the movie that was playing on the screen in the main show of Twister what is it it's a Universal movie so it was easy to get the rights for it to be in Twister yes. It was Wes Craven's The People Under the Stairs. That's what That's it was. so That's crazy because that is an HHN house. It, it was. That, that was the movie, that, because it says right here on Wikipedia, which we all know Wikipedia has the answers to everything. Oh, dude. Like, uh, it's always correct. Uh, like, when it comes to theme park stuff, Wikipedia is, like, very accurate. Like, everything else is kind of dodgy, but, like, theme park stuff is usually pretty spot on. It really is, and I'm gonna I'm go ahead and say it. it's because we theme park fan, fans are so annoying about details and correctness. But yeah, Anthony, it was Wes Craven's The People Under the Stairs that was playing on the screen before the Twister um, uh, ripped the movie screen apart. So I can, un- it, since that is a Universal movie and it was Universal Studios, yeah, so it does make sense to have that one of that movie playing on the screen. Yeah, so. yeah. Because a, a weird thing about Twister, it wasn't a Universal film technically, but That's, from yeah. from it, what it I've was. Seen, yeah, from what I've seen, it's it was distributed by Warner Brothers here in the states, but I think over in Europe and like the UK, Universal had some like hand in the distribution rights and stuff. So that's why it was kind of easy for them to work with like Warner Brothers to get the ride here in Florida. It's kind of weird. Like, Universal had some sort of part in making the movie when it came to, like, distribution somewhere. But it was mainly Warner Brothers in the States. So it's kind of weird. But I don't know. But I've looked into it. And Universal did have, like, I guess 15%, like, help in that movie. (laughs) Wow. Look at that. Facts and figures. Yeah, I mean... That's helping your case. Yeah, I mean, it's not weird. Because Universal does stuff that's not owned by them. I mean, Ghostbusters was Sony, so... Mm-hmm. But uh, Columbia Pictures, I guess, back then. I don't think it was fully Sony then, but, you know. Oh, excuse me. Oh, okay. Fantastic. Okay, so Will, tell us about Race Through New York. Okay, so Anthony, of course, the main show was actual sets. Oh, boy, we're hit to hear the most exciting thing ever about the main show for Race Through New York starring Jimmy Fallon. It's a screen. 
Yay! You are so helping your case right now, Will. I mean, I guess I'll help you out a bit. It's it's a nice screen. Like, it's, it's not like... It's a massive screen. Yeah, it's not like Minion Mayhem where you can obviously see like the rest of the room for most of the ride. At least the race through New York screen mostly wraps around you. Yeah. I'll oh, give well, it that. Yeah. Um it gives you a nice hug. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh a nice comforting welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically you uh go into uh the main theater and uh just real quick when you sit down in the main uh auditorium of race through new york starring jimmy fallon you look at it and you kind of say there's no way twister was right here in this same building like there was there's no way because you can't tell that it was that's where twister was i mean that's how much they did to the inside of the soundstage to make it to Jimmy Fallon's ride. Like, you cannot tell. Like, that was Twister at one time. So, um, I mean, yeah. So, basically, when you enter, you sit down, and if you've ever seen Jimmy Fallon live, and you see the inside of the, um, like, uh, his theater or whatever, they have the same red seats, which are really uncomfortable. They, and trust me, they really are. The red seats, the red seats that you sit in for the ride, really uncomfortable. Now, have you seen the show in person, and can you confirm that they are also uncomfortable in the real experience? Because if so, then that's actually points for Fallon for, like, accuracy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have not seen Jimmy Fallon live, but I honestly would love to, but tickets are so hard to get. So, hoping for a miracle. Understand. I'm hoping for one. So, I need a hero. Don't know. Just came to me. <laughs> was that like it. the one? That, was that this like just the way you said it? Was that specifically from the credits of Shrek Two? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was that? Fru Fru or whatever? Oh man, I love that version. I honestly Ugh. like that version better than the original sometimes. But it, they took oh. it off of Spotify. <laughs> so sad. Quick, quick quick um thing so i am so i'm such a bad judge i should not be going off court but i'm going off court so quick thing the goofy movie soundtrack is also on spotify but you cannot play stand out or eye to eye they still show up you used to complain eye to eye but recently it's been taken off so only stand out and eye to eye are off yeah that's like a, a yeah that's that's pretty much like the shrek soundtracks uh some of ghostbusters for some reason they have most of the songs but like two and then uh, they took She Blinded Me with Science off of Spotify, and that really pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but back to back to Race Through New York. Yes. So when you once you get inside the main theater, you're sitting in the red seats, and you hear uh, Higgins, uh, you know, like all giddy with excitement, like, uh, oh, it's almost time. And then you... Uh, also hear like a uh, stage hands saying uh all right everyone positions positions it's almost showtime so when the ride finally starts you are there in um the theater uh and jimmy fallon comes out and uh he says it's time to race through new york and 
you're going to be riding in this um, thing called the Tonight Rider, which is some futuristic looking uh, vehicle. It actually looks really, really cool. So, and he challenges you to a race through New York and uh, the roots, of course, uh, which are very talented, which is a very talented group of musicians from the Tonight Show. And they provide the music and Higgins counts you down and the race begins through Studio 6B, uh, through backstage corridors, you know, you're uh, racing along uh, or you're racing past uh, um, workers of NBC and you're uh, just, uh, oh, what's the word? Uh, Driving past uh, tight pants, Jimmy Fallon, hashtag... And then you go um, through a wall and you land uh, on West 50th Street between the NBC Studios marquee and Radio City Music Hall. And then you go into Times Square and then you crash into a, a taxi driver, which is Jimmy Fallon. And then you go into uh, the Hard Rock. Then you uh, go through the Hard Rock Cafe marquee. And then you go into uh, a New York City subway station. And then that's where you see the ragtime gals uh, make an appearance in the ride. Also, uh, can I can I point out in the subway, I just, I think this is like funny. Just like if you actually pay attention to the adverts in the subway station, they're all just universal ads. Like there's some for Transformers the ride. There's one that's literally just the resort wide map of like islands and Universal and City Walk before Volcano Bay was even built. Are you serious? Like, all of them in the subway are just like those. Just like Universal, Transformers, The Ride, and The Map. I love how Universal is advertising, even though you're already there. Oh, yeah. Like, in uh, in Times Square, it's like just some random, like, properties. They have, like, Walgreens, Hard Rock, and then they have, like, fake ads based off of, like, Jimmy Fallon sketches. But, like, Walgreens <laughs> is in there for some reason. It gets You know worse. what's funny? It's like it's it, it's so funny that they advertise when you're already in the park. It's like it's like when kids would be on Nickelodeon game shows when they were filmed at Universal Studios, and they would win a trip to Universal Studios. And there's the uh, there's like the billboard on the Simpsons ride that says "Give all your money to Universal Studios." Oh. It's basically that. <laughs> right, and, right. Right. But uh, another weird one, I guess. I guess continue on because it's coming up. But I'll, I'll I'll stop you again. You just gotta say a little bit more. Okay. All right. Um. <clears throat> So basically, uh, after that, you uh, uh, you soar uh, over over this, or you soar through the city, and uh, oh, you Jimmy already skipped Fal- the thing. Oh, never mind. But, oh, uh, I, oh, I did. What? Uh, what whenever did I- you you get out of the subway, you're stopped in front of a pizzeria, and um, to the left, uh, uh, there's a there's a woman with two kids with her, like two girls. Those are uh, Fallon's wife and two daughters, which is cool. Just uh, throwing that out there, but uh there's a museum off to the right and for the love of me i can't read the whole sign because of like the blurriness and the 3d but i can like 99 percent confirm that the big letters on the flags outside of the museum say barack obama what that's all like i i know for sure they say barack obama but there's other words that are too blurry for me to read oh my god but it just says barack obama on the flags okay i just think it's weird that's so random (laughs) like and we are 
Moving, Moving on. on. Uh. <laughs> Yeah. Wrong right. <laughs> I'll, I'll wait till afterwards <laughs> to talk about some other stuff, but go on. So, uh, so yes, uh, Jimmy Fallon starts throwing pizza at you, which, if I'm correct, there's a uh, during the as he throws pizza at you, I could be wrong, but uh, there's a scent of uh, pizza that gets pumped where the audience can actually smell pizza. Okay. I couldn't. This was actually another thing I was waiting till the end to talk about, but you bring it up now. Um, I This is like one of the few rides I actually got to ride a lot in soft opening, and then after it opened, they got rid of the pizza smell before the ride officially opened, but it was there for a little bit during soft openings. It was absolutely disgusting, and it was like, I barely get like nauseous on things, but that smell on a motion simulator, motion simulator almost made me nauseous. And I can't imagine other people, like, smelling it. But it wasn't pizza. Imagine the smell of, like, uh, opening up a can of pizza-flavored Pringles. Like, oh. that. But, like, being sprayed at you while you're in a motion simulator oh. flying around. Oh. But, yeah, mm, like... Whenever they were, like, you know, the ride was, like, being built and Jimmy Fallon was hyping up on the show or whatever, he would, like, bring that up a lot. Like, you're going to be able to smell the pizza on the ride. But they got rid of it before it, like, officially opened. But I got to experience it, and it was terrible. They probably they probably saw, they probably smelled how bad it was, and they were like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I, I, I guess wouldn't like that. Yeah, I feel like they, they eventually realized it would make people sick, because, I mean, honestly, it made me a bit queasy. It didn't smell good at all. Like it, like I said, it smelled like fake pizza. It smelled like Pringles. Like, it's it, it's always worse, like, like to jump over to Disney for a second, like, in Tough to Be a Bug, it's intentionally meant to smell bad, say, with Journey into Your Imagination. But, like, when it's meant to smell good, and then it smells bad, that's when it's worse. But it's also while you're on a simulator flying around, because, like, if they sprayed that skunk smell or whatever while you're flying around in a motion simulator, that would be a little nauseous, too. But at least you're standing oh. still, or you're in a theater or something. Right. But, like, you were, like, flying around New York City, and that pizza smell hit you. That was awful. <laughs> uh hated it but yeah they got rid of it thankfully so i haven't smelled it since there's one other smell that i think that there's fireworks later on that they used to sp spray like a sort of gunpowder smell every now and then i kind of smell it but the pizza smell has definitely been, been gone for a while good so yeah go on I, this is all i really have to say about the ride i think uh and then one more uh, and then a uh, uh, like couple more things about the ride uh you go you actually dive into the east river and that's where you get a, a cameo by jaws <laughs> miss you big guy Bruce. harry potter sucks. in the arms of the angels harry potter sucks <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh my gosh, you're gonna get so much hate for that. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. His ass can stay underneath the staircase for all I care. <laughs> oh, that part. That part. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so once you resurface from the East River, uh, you uh, reach to the top of the Statue of Liberty. Um, so that's another cool part. And then you head on over to um, actually, it's right here, Anthony, that you were talking about um, the uh, 
the thing that's that uh, as fireworks explode around uh, Lady Liberty, Anthony, I think that's the one you were yeah, referring they, to earlier. Really uh, yeah, I've smelt gunpowder like sense in that before, which that's fine. That's not very nauseating. I kind of liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you head on over, of course, you're in New York. You've got to see the Empire State Building, obviously, uh, where a giant uh, hashtag, the panda, is right there, which um, it doesn't reference this, but it's uh, the giant hashtag uh, is a obvious reference to uh, King Kong, um, so where he's trying to, uh, flick off planes and, and, you know, grab the audience and, um, where he shoots us straight to the moon. Uh, and which is really cool where when you're on the moon scene, it feels like you, uh, where like gravity has, um, been lost and you're on the moon, which is really cool. So, and he's writing thank you notes from the moon and then you go, um, into like this real I believe it's in this scene where you go into a really cool uh roller coaster uh type loop which when you go on that loop it really does make you feel like you're going through a loop it's not like a loop but it's kind of like a maybe it's a loop I don't know I always thought it was you're you're going very high up kind of like a launched chain lift almost Mm-hmm. And then you like crest the top of it, and that's when you kind of like do that weird thing in your seat, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was sorry. That was a great description. You do that weird thing in your seat. You oh, know what like I mean. honestly, it's just like it's, it's my favorite part of the ride because I think it's the most like actual like immersive like motion in the ride because it just kind of like syncs up so well. It feels like you're actually there. It's just so good. <laughs> um, and then when you get back uh of course we the audience we crash into jimmy's tonight rider and we cross the finish line i mean obviously the audience the us the guests have got to win the race so we win the race and that is the uh end of the ride the curtains close and jimmy or before the curtains close jimmy fallon says see you next time and the curtains uh the uh 3D screens, uh, curtains close, and that's the end of the ride. Um, I do, I, I've actually, I'll say this, I've never been on Race Through New York, so, I'm not gonna lie, how, 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 in, how in sync it sounded kind of, may have swayed me a little bit on that side for now. We'll oh. wait till the verdict. Oh, yeah, um, like, Fallon, I think it's, it's a pretty decent ride overall. Like, I think if it wasn't based on Jimmy Fallon, like, just the ride system alone is, like, amazingly well done. Probably, like, one of the higher class motion simulators out there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the, I think it is the first motion simulator that isn't run on hydraulics, but it's all electric motion. I'm not sure what that entitles, but they've said it's not hydraulics and it's something else that's even more precise than hydraulics can do. It's just a bunch of people pushing it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, they said it's, they said like it's electric or something like that. Boogie, woogie, woogie. But, uh, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I think it's, they called it an electric system, but it's not hydraulics and it's more precise than hydraulics. So that's actually just a bunch of hamsters that run on wheels. And then it just pushes it. You have to sync it up at the right time. Yeah, innovative. <laughs> but um, I do want to say this, Will. Yes. 
there was one character you skipped who was my favorite Tonight Show character, which most people don't like, oh. but I love. Oh. And that was I... Sarah without an H. Because L. Yeah, she's in the, the, the stop scene with the pizzeria. I love, I love her. <laughs> love her. Should not like that character as much as I do, but I really do. And I think uh, it's because I work with kids, and I work with kids who a lot of times do say, Ow! Ow! So. One thing I appreciate is in the pre-show, uh, she she asked to go to the gift shop, and uh, she lists off all these things she wants to get in the gift shop, and one of them is a basket full of puppies. And uh, after, like, I think like a month or so, they actually added, like, a little basket in the gift shop with, like, stuffed animal dogs you can buy. <laughs> It took them forever, but they did it, and I was, like, so happy that they did it, because, like, they actually referenced the pre-show. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I guess I kind of skipped another section, but, yeah, go on. <laughs> okay, and now we're going into our final section. This is where you can really sway my decision, guys. Um, and it's also the section that is the most difficult to do anything with, because post-show is just, it, it's not as strong as it once was anymore with rides, but it's almost not needed um, for some attractions. Um, but we'll go ahead and start. Anthony, tell us about the post-show for Twister. Alrighty, Twister's gift shop was called Aftermath, because that's what happens after storms. And, uh, so, <laughs> yeah, um, the whole store, the whole store basically looked like it was like, you know, the, the debris from the tornado. There was like the, um, you could see the, the movie theater or the drive-in theaters neon sign crash through in there and stuff like that. All the, like the glass windows on the garage doors were all shattered and stuff. And, um, it had like, whenever I grew up with it, it had like, just the weirdest selection of gifts in there and uh very strange very yeah i vividly remember them so i am gonna talk about it um so i guess this was about like let's say mid early 2000s sort of time period onwards you could Mm -hmm. get um they had tons of wizard of oz merchandise because of course dorothy being referenced in the ride they had um they had these weird milk things. A lot of it was like third party stuff, but I mean, I'm glad it's in there anyways because of theming. They had these weird like milk mixers that would actually spin the the milk inside of the mug to make it look like a milk tornado. So if you wanted to make, <laughs> make chocolate milk, it would stir it for you and it would look like a tornado in there. And it was, it, it, like, the mug itself had, like, a cow design on it. And then, like, you know, it, it had a little, like, mixer inside of it to mix it like a tornado. I um, wish I had that. You know, they, they, had, they had, like, a whole, like, army of those, like, tornado-in-a-bottle toys you can get at a science museum. You know what I'm talking about? Where it's, like, a yeah, bottle and you, like, yeah. you do the weird thing with your wrist and then, like, it makes a little tornado in there. <laughs> um, what I was going to bring up earlier that I remembered the most, I think one of the most like striking images to me as a kid was the promotional art they had for Twister Ride It Out with the tornado crashing through the universal arches like I just thought that was the coolest thing ever like if you I remember that like yeah I thought that art design was really good like that would be like one of those things I would want like tattooed on the inside of my eyelids or something so every time I close my eyes I would see it I just I really loved that I don't know why I just thought it was the coolest thing ever because it was a very like 90s like airbrush almost looking design too 
but it looked like rough and like gritty like a tornado would be and it's just crashing through and it like it just dwarfed the arches because you know you walked into the park every time you went you saw how big those arches were and that tornado was like three times the size of it so you're like oh crap that's when it said arches what arches y'all yeah. thought there were arches yeah um and then they had they had tons of cow merchandise just like like t-shirts with cows on it like if you've been in the men in black gift shop recently um like now they've actually put a lot of dc comic stuff in there for some reason well i know why but i mean like you know it's a marvel property so it's kind of weird it's selling dc stuff in there but um the Men, Men in, Black. in Black is a Marvel property? Yeah, it is. It's a based off... Well, basically, like, Marvel bought the comic distributor that originally made Men in Black. But if you watch, like, the original Men in Black movie, it says based off the Marvel comic series. Really? Yeah. Quote-unquote, mind blown. You know what's crazy is I've watched that movie, and I mean, by no exaggeration, like, hundreds of times. But for some reason, I feel like I've just, like, wiped everything before the actual movie from my memory. It's the Neuralizer. That's why. <gasps> oh, my gosh. That really happened. That is crazy. Yeah, but... Uh, Science is crazy, y'all. But, yeah, if you've been into the Men in Black gift shop recently, minus the DC stuff, it's kind of like they have some Men in Black merchandise, but a lot of it is, like, generic, like, alien third-party T-shirts and, like, third-party pug shirts because of Frank. Right. And then, uh, like, in the dinosaur gift shop at Animal Kingdom, like, they have just generic, like, dinosaur t-shirts, too, like that. That's how you know, like, that's how you know, like, an attraction (laughs) is, like, on one of its last legs is if they start, stop making, like, specialty merchandise for it. They're like, okay, you can get this Carnotaurus puppet that was made by somewhere else that you can also get at most toy stores. Yeah, I mean, like, Dinosaur and Men in Black, they still have their, like, original toys and stuff, but, like, most of the gift shop isn't their original toys anymore. Right, right. But, I mean, a lot of attractions are like that. But, I mean, still, like, you know, you knew, like, they kind of, like, gave up on the property it's based on whenever they do that. Right. Like, Men in Black is still, like, an amazing ride, but not a lot of people come off the ride like, oh, boy, I want to get me a Men in Black merchandise. Right, right. But, uh, I do. I want to buy the toy Neuralizer. I have the Noisy Cricket somewhere in my room, but, uh... Anyways, yeah, like, Twister, they had, like, tons of just random, like, cow stuff. Like, you could get, like, a cheesy novelty t-shirt you could buy at Walmart with a cow on it. But, um... They had a lot of cow stuff, which was honestly really smart on them. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, it was, like, the mascot of the ride, almost. They were like, remember that one moment that didn't terrify you that was a cow? Buy that and enjoy the fun memories of your family here. No, that was, like, everything. And then there's just me... There was me getting off that ride. My grandma was carrying me, and I'm just like, we almost died. Everyone's dead. The whole, it's all destroyed. Oh, a cow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, that was that was the merchandise experience at Twister. You walked out, and then you could look up above you and see that cool billboard that has steam coming out of it. And, uh, yeah, it replaced the Ghostbusters store. So, again, you know, it's not as good as Ghostbusters, but it's still pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> Fantastic. And, Will, now to you. Tell us about the post-show of Race in New York. So, once the ride is over, of um, of course, you got to return 3D glasses um, into, like, garbage cans. Uh, just, like, where Fast and Furious belongs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that part right there throw it away throw the whole thing away <laughs> delete all that ish 
Oh, man. For those of you who are listening to this, and the more episodes I be on, you will understand my hatred for Fast and Furious. You will you will see my hatred for it, because it's a big piece of crap. And a huge waste of money. Waste of space, anyway. too. Ugh. Exactly. It's Thank so you, Andrew. big. Like, why, why did the ride have to be in that big of a building? <laughs> for nothing. Thank you, Anthony. Now, back to the point at hand. Uh, when you uh, exit the main theater, you go down uh, flights. Of, you go down, uh, I think, uh, a single flight of stairs, and you go into the gift shop. And it's ba- in the gift shop, they're basically selling uh, NBC Universal stuff from like um, uh, Scott. You were uh, you talked about this earlier. They they. Oh my God! It's the creepiest looking thing ever. It's a hashtag the panda onesie or costume or whatever oh, it's it is. A full-on it's, costume. No, like it's a full-on mascot costume, just like the one they have in the park. And they just recently like brought it back because it was there during soft opening, and they had to stop selling it because apparently some dudes tried to wear it like outside of the park, like in City Walk or something. <sighs> oh but, my gosh, it's terrifying. Here's the thing, though. Uh, this is. <laughs> This is going to be so stupid when I say it. I just have to say it. In the... What I do is I buy that hashtag the panda onesie or costume. And I'd be like Lord Farquaad from Shrek. And I would have that... I would have that hashtag the panda costume laying on my floor. Like Farquaad had that... Had Mother Bear from... Oh my god. That's actually... That would be a good idea. (laughs) I would do that. That'd be something I'd do. That that is a good idea. A hashtag rug. <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny to me. The so worst ha- hashtag hashtag rug. Either that or just like mount his head on the wall like it's like a hunting trophy. <laughs> <laughs> Above the fireplace, which we don't really have in Florida, but still. <laughs> True. Oh, who needs a fireplace when you live in Florida? Yes, yeah, uh, the whole state's a fireplace. <laughs> just go to big fire yeah <laughs> okay okay but then basically yeah in the gift shop they're basically selling um basically just nbc and jimmy fallon stuff you can buy the nbc universal logo as a pillow um oh my gosh i have a story with that but i'll let you finish um but yeah nothing too exciting about the gift shop and it's it's really I don't know the last time I saw I, the last time I rode Jimmy Fallon uh, I don't know if they've expanded on it but the gift shop for Jimmy Fallon is so small like all you have is the flight upstairs gift shop and then the exit and that's it oh, like yeah, that's all that's all there is to the gift shop it's small. so small like it's so small that's because they knew that they knew nobody was gonna buy anything let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, the merchandise there isn't, like, a lot of it. And even, like, a lot of the stuff is just, like, stuff that's, like, you can buy, like, classroom instruments because, you know, they do that skit on the Right, right. Like that there. But uh, overall, yeah, it's mostly, like, NBC, Generic Universal, and then, like, 25% actually Fallon. (laughs) Do-do-do. Here's another thing, too, you know, for me, I mean, obviously me, it's not like I'm going to like if I was going to Universal Orlando for the very first time and I saw that 
you know, they had, and I was looking up, you know, the rides at Universal Studio Florida, and I saw it had Jimmy Fallon. I'm I'm not gonna say, hey, they they've got a gift shop. I, I'm not gonna run to that gift shop and buy everything from that gift shop. And plus, too, if I if I did go into that gift shop for the first time. I wouldn't be impressed with the merch with the stuff they have in that gift shop. Like the merchandise just doesn't pop out to me. Like the merch is not unique to me. Like it just looks generic if you ask me. Yeah. Again, so. well, you're really helping your case. I mean, like I really like NBC, so like, you know, I mean, like I don't even like I think I ironically like NBC. It's mainly because of like the TV show 30 Rock and then like just the fact that they build a whole ride based off of Jimmy Fallon. I just think it's kind of funny. But um, mm-hmm. I, I have a story about the pillow. Go ahead. So um, back when I was in high school, around the time like before the ride was about to open and stuff like that, um, a bunch of people from my school got to go up to New York and actually go to 30 Rock and go around their studios and stuff. So my friend's there showing me his pictures of his trip. And he's like, oh, here's the here's the studio where they mix the sound. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. It's like, here, we, we actually got to walk like right up to the door where they filmed Saturday Night Live. And I'm like, okay, that's that's pretty cool that he has a random picture of the gift shop. And I'm like, dude, what is that? And it's just the freaking NBC Peacock pillow. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's just the pillow of their logo. And I'm like, dude. Why didn't you get me this pillow? <laughs> I, I really, I really You're like, love oh yeah, SNL's kind of cool, but look like, at I, that pillow! I, I freaking love corporate logos for some reason. <laughs> they just really speak to me. So like the fact that they actually just have a pillow of their logo is just absolutely <laughs> mind-boggling to me. So I knew Race Through New York was about to open up, and I said to myself, Race Through New York can be the worst ride in the park. But if they sell an NBC Peacock pillow, I would not care a single bit that it replaced both Twister and Ghostbusters Spooktacular. And so I waited, I waited, and I just kept on dreaming, not even about the ride. I could give a single less crap about the ride. I just wanted to know if the gift shop was going to have the pillow in it. And then finally the day came to where before the ride opened, they opened up the gift shop so they could make that extra money. And someone did a walkthrough video of the gift shop, and there I am on my phone. Just like immediately tapping on that video and watching it. <laughs> it was there. Sure You're like, whatever about this ride, but look at the gift shop. Sure enough, there's that video. Hello. And I was like, there's the pillow. So, so <laughs> literally, I planned to go to Universal as soon as I could before the ride even opened just to get that pillow. Like, I was a. So it wasn't like I bought a ticket or anything, just a pillow. But like I specifically went to Universal that day and immediately bought that pillow from the gift shop. <laughs> I still have that pillow. I think it's in the guest room at the moment, so I, I can't hold on to it as I talk about it. But it's there, and I freaking love it. It's my favorite pillow, and I have a lot of cool pillows, but that one's my favorite. <laughs> hey, Anthony, what do you want to do today at Universal? You want to ride... Uh, the rocket, you want to ride the mummy? No, I'm just going to go into the Tonight Show Tonight Show gift shop and buy the NBC pillow. <laughs> I do that with Universal stuff too. Like, literally, just the other day, like, the sole reason why I went to Universal was just to get the Clownzilla shirt. Honestly, okay, that that's a legitimate reason. It's Clownzilla. And, and- I, I still gotta I still gotta go get get my Universal Monsters shirt uh, and Ghostbusters lanyard. That too. Oh, that monster shirt is everything. Oh my god, it's so awesome looking. <laughs> but both that's of another, you That's a topic for another episode. <laughs> that is. But both of you have now presented your case to me. Um 
people who are in jury duty who can't say anything, shush, I'm going to make the decision. <laughs> Your input has nothing to say right now. It will later, but not right now because I'm going to make the decision without y'all. But that's cool. Shh. Um, I am going to decide that the winner of this theme park court case is... Race to New York starring Jimmy Fallon. Oh, dang it. <laughs> oh my god! And that is final. I and mean, I will explain why. I wait, mean, wait. I see it. I'll let you explain it, but I, I see it. I, I get it. I'm explaining this why. Every... <laughs> Will probably is, like, actually freaking out if y'all... Oh my god, first off, I'd like to thank the Academy for this high honor. That is so not how court works. <laughs> So does that mean I'm going to jail or something now? Um, no, you're the lawyer. Um, Twister's going to jail. <laughs> oh, well. I'll just give a community like service. Thank, At least I get paid. I like, the, I like to thank... Oh my god. I like to thank the Academy for this high honor. And I like to thank God, Mom, Dad, my brother. Just thank you all for this high honor. And... Four more years. Thank you, and God bless America. Wait, what? That's so not what a lawyer does. <laughs> Will played a lawyer on TV. <laughs> but yes, okay, so the reason I am choosing Race to New York, everybody knows I love Twister to my absolute core. But I, everybody also knows I love practical effects to my core and that usually always wins but I'm giving Race Through New York this win because it is not only an actual ride which Universal needed it needed another ride it needs to diversify their ride don't get me wrong but learning that it is a pretty advanced um, system could give me that kind of benefit of the doubt um Thing to where I'm like, okay, if it has a really good system, it's a good screen, um, it's a fun ride, it's relevant because Universal Studios has to say relevant, guys. That, that's what they are. They're the relevant park. They have to say relevant. <clears throat> so, I'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm giving it to Race Through New York. So, congratulations, Race Through New York. Um, Twister, I sent it to you to community service because Universal already sentenced you to the death penalty so I'm gonna sentence you to community service you just gotta go pick up some trash or like clean up dog poop at the pound well that's nice I mean I don't I don't know if I uh, really agree with the the relevant part but I mean the rest of it's pretty true I guess it needed a ride <laughs> um, you know I would like to say uh, Twister uh, Anthony Scott the judge Scott can actually shorten your sentence by getting rid of Fast and Furious. That would be nice. Twister will try its best to do said thing. Oh, trust me, we will get there. And I will keep I will keep I will keep an open mind. I will keep an open mind. But we will get there. But that is my decision. Please let me know your decision. You know, talk at me, yell at me, whatever you want to do on the social medias. And since we're talking about social media, why don't I give my guests a chance to plug the social media? So Anthony. What are your plugs? What would you like to what would you like to share? Hi, yes, you can follow me at the Theme Geek on Instagram and Twitter. I also have a YouTube I don't use, but there are some cursed videos on it if you would like to enjoy them. 
I will say this. I am so active on his Instagram and Twitter that it's not funny, y'all. Because he always brings up really interesting conversation points. And some of them have made no sense. Like, today, and this is going to date the show, but that's okay. Today, he brought up something about macaroni and cheese from different restaurants. Yes. And I sent one in, and I was just like, I cannot wait to see what he rates this mac and cheese. Uh, it didn't get rated. It didn't get rated, but he's gonna try it. He's gonna try it. Oh yeah, get what there. was it? It was uh, uh, homecoming. Homecoming. Yeah. See, the other day I was there and I was like, I, I wanted to go to one of the restaurants and try the mac and cheese, and it was between that and Boathouse, and I went to Boathouse instead. Boathouse is my favorite restaurant in all of Disney Springs, but Homecoming's mac and cheese was a godsend. It's so good. I mean, Boathouse is good, <laughs> but it doesn't have an animatronic tree that talks to you. So I mean. It, it doesn't have Tracy Tree, that's it, fair. You know? <laughs> oh my gosh. I should not know the name of that tree, but I do because I was obsessed with Rainforest Cafe growing up. Because it was like the closest I could get to Disney where I'm I live. I'm still obsessed with Rainforest Cafe. It's so strange. It's so weird. Why it's does beautiful. it exist? But it's okay. <laughs> just, like Toon, just like Toon Lagoon, it needs to go. Right. Okay, I'll no, fight you. Not there. right. That's, that's, that's the real debate we need to have. I will freaking fight Toon Lagoon till the day I die. Sweet Haven is my favorite part of that part. I, go on, okay. plug yourself. Thank you. Thank you, Anthony. No, Will, actually, you don't get to plug yourself now because me and Will have had a, a, a like four month long debate about Toon Lagoon. And now he just brings it up to make me mad. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to be nice. Will, you can plug your stuff. Make it fast. <laughs> In fact, I'm going to take my time. You can follow me on Twitter. Thank and you Instagram. all so much for listening to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at HHN Dog. And as many times as Scott says no, I'm going to say, uh, or as many times Scott says, yes do it i'm gonna say no don't do it uh i do have a youtube channel please don't subscribe to it please don't watch my please don't watch my videos videos. because my channel okay it's kind of like fast and furious uh supercharged uh (laughs) i mean so is my uh, youtube channel but i plugged it anyways very true uh, but yeah, so uh, basically, uh, I'm I am more active on Twitter, uh, which I tweet a lot, and it's an issue. But yeah, you can uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram once again at HHN Dog, and then uh, if you want, follow my uh, check out my YouTube channel at HHN Dog. So all three of the are under the same name. D A W G. Thank you, Scott, for spelling that out. I You're didn't welcome. even think about it. So, um, yeah, that's it from me. Um, yes, do go watch his YouTube channel. It's great. He does HHN House hype videos and reviews, and I love it. And I'm actually a fan of it. I was a fan of it before I knew Will. So you should go check it out, too, whether he plugs it or not. But I enjoy it. <clears throat> um... And as for me, you guys can follow me on Twitter at, at Scott021 or look up Dyslexic. I am on there too often, too much, um, making really stupid memes that apparently people enjoy, and then just ranting about a lot of reality TV and theme parks. And uh, 
You can also follow me on Instagram at dyslexic96. And I post tons of pictures on there. And by tons, I mean I post a picture like once every two weeks or so of, uh, you know, theme parks and food and reality TV. Or And I like to go live on there about once a week to talk about the episode, talk about whatever TV show I'm watching, whatever's going on in theme parks, or show off theme park collections and stuff, and just chit-chat and have a good time with y'all. So you can find me on there. And then you can also follow me on TikTok at Dyslexic, where I usually post a video about you know once a week once every two weeks um and i really enjoy making those they're very silly and very ridiculous but you can follow me on there and that's all i have to plug so with that being said we're gonna head into this outro so thank you all so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode you can listen to episode 1 through 27 here on anchor on spotify apple podcast google podcast freaker stitcher Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public, and pretty much anywhere else you find podcasts. Obviously, you're listening on one, but maybe it costs money and you want to go on one that's free, and I want to let you know that, because times can be tough. Especially if you're a theme park fan and getting APs and all that stuff, times can be tough. So, <clears throat> you can find it on all um, podcast platforms. Uh, if you want to leave a comment or a voicemail for the show, I can put it on next week's episode. So you can either DM me a comment, tweet me something, or if you want to leave a voicemail and you have the Anchor app. And uh, I think there's a couple other apps that also do it. I've been looking around. Um, you can go on here and leave me a voicemail and I'll put it into the show next week and share it with everybody. Please share this show with your friends and family if you think they would enjoy it because I think it's fun and I think a lot of other people will find it fun. And also, leave us a review on iTunes. I don't really know what it does, but everybody else says it. And I started saying it, so I'm going to say it now. Because I'm a follower, basic. But with that being said, have a great week, everyone. And with Race to New York being the winner, Ragtime Gals, take us home. She got the apple bomb jeans. Boots with the fur. With With the the fur. fur. (laughs) Bye, everybody.